Happy January, everybody. Yes, I know that this is about three weeks later than most podcasters drop their annual New Year's podcast, but I'm just starting. And I figure we're three weeks in, but we still have 48 weeks to go in the year. So we've got plenty of time to work on ourselves. So I am not a fan of New Year's resolutions. So instead of resolutions, I'm going to call this episode New Year's Habits. How's that? New Year's Habits. Are you ready? Let's get after it. Truth time. When's the last time you raised your hands for a swift kick in the pants? Well, I'm the no-nonsense type friend who's going to tell you when you have food in your teeth. So let's get right to it. This is your infusion of sacred and secular, calling you higher into who God created you to be, how intimately faith applies to every part of your life, and how you can live that faith walk every single day in the marketplace. I've felt the tension of separation of church and state. I've been one of a few women at a table of men for decades, and I've stood my ground. Are you ready to do the same? These tools, resources, and interviews are meant to do just that. I'm Jan Touchberry, and it's time to share her faith at work. So there are a couple of really interesting studies that I want to give you some information about. So uh, in 2019, a company called Strava, S-T-R-A-V-A, did a study on New Year's resolutions, and the outcome was astounding. Um, 80% of people had already failed in their new New Year's resolutions by the second Friday in January. That was last week, y'all. So 80% of your New Year's resolutions, if you are an average human, have already gone by the wayside. That is shocking to me. I mean, like when 80% in your face. Now, here's a little redemption. Okay, so Forbes also did a uh, a study on New Year's resolutions, and they found that, an, again, average, average people, their New Year's resolutions will last 3.74 months. 3.74 months. So the good news is that if you are above average, you probably have at least one New Year's resolution that is still alive and kicking. The other good news is You've still got some time to take those resolutions and form habits around them so that by the end of the year, you're going to be way above average and yours are all going to be slayed. Can we do that? Can we slay some New Year's goals this year in 2024? I'm all about it. Now, what is a New Year's resolution? Well, this is Jan's paraphrase, not the dictionary. It's a way to do better to be better, to do something differently than you have in the past. So it's a shift, right? I am learning with you. I am not preaching at you. I'm not preaching to you. I am right in the thick of it, bettering myself, taking steps forward, learning right there with you. And this is something that I struggle with. I do. Have I made headway? Absolutely. But am I pleased and do I feel like I've arrived? Nope, 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 nope. There's so much farther that I can go in this area. And I hope that if you're really honest, you'll take a look and you'll see that there's, there's a long way for you to go too. In Matthew 5, 7, the Bible says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. So 
again, in my mind, if I'm, if I'm looking at that through the lens of new year's resolutions or goals that I have in general, not just new year's goals, but goals in general, if I've decided to do something, if I feel the Lord has called me to do something, I need to let my yes be yes. And my no be no boundaries, people boundaries, but it really doesn't have a whole lot else to say about that. But let me tell you this, it has a whole lot to say about plans, motion versus action, motion versus action. Let me, let me unpack that for you for just a second. So if I'm in motion, I can march in place. Am I going anywhere? Nope. I'm just stuck in one place. Now I am in motion, but it takes me moving forward, stepping forward to get into action. And in my mind, that's the difference between giving lip service or even writing down a goal and taking steps to produce a plan to put habits and things in place for you to be able to walk out and achieve those goals, right? So in Proverbs 16.3, it says, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Proverbs 16.19, Proverbs is a really good book. By the way, did you know there's 31 Proverbs so you can literally read one every day? Side note, um, Proverbs 15, 22, without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. And I could go on. It really does teach a whole lot about planning. This one I thought was really interesting. In Luke 14, 28 through 30, it says this, for which of you desiring to build a tower, goal, does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it. Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see him will be mocking him saying, this man began to build and he didn't finish. You put your goals out there and you haven't counted the cost. You haven't created a plan. You haven't put habits in place that are going to support that. And people are going to be looking at you going, oh, she did it again in a bad way. She failed. I want to, I want to really challenge you guys. Have you heard of the book by James Clear, C-L-E-A-R? I'll link it down in the show notes. Have you heard of the book called Atomic Habits? I read it a few years ago and it really is mind altering and it can be life-changing if you will actually implement the principles that he puts in place in this book. And basically Atomic Habits does it talks about something called habit stacking. If you've not heard of that, you can dig into that. Just do a search on the internet. A ton of stuff will come up. Um, but habit stacking basically is you take habits that are already established and you use those as triggers. Triggers is what they call them. You use habits that you already have in place, brushing your teeth every morning, brushing your hair every morning, going to bed every night, things like that. Eating, eating should be a habit. I would hope that you're eating every day. Um, and you stack things that you would like to accomplish on top of those so that once you've done them together enough times, they both turn into a larger habit. So I did this a few years ago with my supplements. I was having a really hard time taking my supplement, remembering to take my supplements every day. And I would look back and go, I, well, first of all, I can't remember if I took my supplements today. And when I did have them neatly laid out, then I would get to the end of the week and go, I forgot three out of five days that, I mean, is it doing some good? Yes. Is it doing as much good as it could? Nope. Why? Because I didn't have a habit in place. So what did I do? 
every single day I drink a cup of coffee. And so what I did was I took my, my daily supplement, little divider things, whatever you call them. I don't know, supplement holder. I took that and I put it right by my coffee pot so that as my water is heating up, yes, I drink an amazing instant brain boosting coffee. I can link that in the show notes too, if you're interested, it's really good. Um, but as while I'm waiting for my water to heat up for this coffee, um, I take my supplements and I will tell you, am I seven out of seven morning and night? Perfect. No, but am I the majority of the time? Perfect in a week. Yes. And that's because I stacked an existing habit with a new one that I wanted to create, did it enough times repetitively and formed this new habit, right? You can do the same thing. Um, you can do, I mean, you really, you can do it with anything, but you can do the same thing for any of your goals that you have. If you want to spend less time checking email, that's a new goal that you have for the year. Then you create a habit in the morning. I check my email once, and then I turn off my notifications and set an alarm on my phone. That's going to trigger me to go check my email again in a couple of hours. And I'm, I'm not in my email until then, right? So it depends on what your goals are, but I can guarantee you that if you are looking at your habits, there's something that you have that you can stack something new on top of to create these new habits with some momentum. So I'm not sure that this actual phrase is in Atomic Habits. I think it, I read it in an article as I was doing some research, but this woman called them jumping off habits. So what I would suggest that you do is make a list of jumping off habits that you already have established and in place. Um, I'm going to do this and I'm going to divide it into morning, noon, and night. And then I'm going to subdivide it into personal and work so that I can get super specific when I'm putting my personal goals, my work goals, my business goals, whatever my, you know, relational goals, whatever goals that you have for yourself that you're setting for the next period of time, I can look at those and see which ones I can pair them with easily. That's, that's a key, you guys. It can't be shoehorned in. It really has to fit easily into whatever you're doing so that it makes sense to stack those. I'm not going to stack my taking my evening supplements with my morning coffee because I don't go back to my coffee pot in the evening. Therefore, the chances of me forgetting my evening supplements when they're by my morning coffee pot are very low. I'm gonna put them in the bathroom by my toothbrush so that when I am going to bed at night and I'm brushing my teeth, oh, there's my supplements. So I'm gonna take them at night in a place that it makes sense to take them at night because there's an evening habit there. Does that make sense? I hope this, I hope this is all connecting for you guys. Um, start small. So if, if your goal this year is to start drinking more water and your ultimate goal is to drink half your body weight in ounces of water a day. Okay. Um, how are you going to do that? Well, you can start by drinking a glass of water before you have every meal or with every meal, if that's easier, it's whatever's easy for you. Right. And so instead of starting with a 12 ounce glass of water. If you are not a water drinker, that's probably not the best idea. You're probably going to want to start with an eight ounce cup of water. And if you can get in the habit of drinking an eight ounce cup of water, then when you're ready to graduate to a 12 ounce or a 16 ounce, 
awesome. It's easier, right? So start small. That's super important to remember. I am curious if you are already a habit stacker, what your best habit stacking routine is. What is it? I've started a new Her Faith at Work Facebook group so that we can have some community together. I'm really excited about it. And I'm going to link that down in the show notes. And there will be a, um, a pinned post for this week about what is the best habit stacking routine that you currently have in place. And I would just love for you to hop in the group and answer that question. If you are, if you don't do Facebook groups, I know some people don't, it's totally fine. DM me on Instagram or whatever your social media platform of choice is. Shoot me a message and let me know what that is. Collecting some data here, people. And I just would love to start a conversation with you about it. And honestly, to be completely selfish, it might give me a good idea about how I can implement some new habits in my life by stacking the way that you do. So I would love to know what's your best habit stacking routine. Facebook groups linked below or shoot me a DM. Okay, I want to segue for just a few minutes and talk about the word of the year. So I do this every year. I teach a free workshop on it, uh, usually at the end of December, and we go through the process. I have a workbook. Um, I'm going to link the replay and the workbook down in the show notes so that you can grab it if you want to do that for yourself. But basically, I do this as a practice for myself, and I've just started sharing it with others over the last few years. And what it allows me to do is really just to sit and process and listen to the Lord to hear what he wants me to focus on over the course of the next year. Okay. So in past years, for those who know me, you're not going to be shocked by this, but for those who know me in past years, my word of the year has been something driven, action oriented. Like a few years ago, it was follow through. And there was one year that it was forward. And last year was, I thought was going to be discipline, right? Be disciplined. You're going to get where you need to go and you're going to do your goals and you're going to conquer all the things because you're disciplined. Well, last year, God had a little bit of a surprise for me. <laughs> he said, you're coming into this thing and you're teaching this class and you're going through the process and you think you already know the outcome, but surprise, you don't. And so I went through this process and uh, I really tried to detach from the word that I came into the process with and really just sit back and plug in and listen to what God had to say. And boy, was I shocked. Because at the end of this workshop, my word was not discipline. It was flourish. Those two are not remotely connected in my mind. Although you probably will flourish if you're disciplined, but you know what I'm saying. So flourish. That's a little bit of a girly word. I'm not even really a flower person. And here I am with flourish. So as the Lord is faithful to do... <laughs> When you ask him something, he's usually going to speak into that for you. And he did that for me. And so last year was a very pivotal year for me. Um, I will go as far as to say it was life-changing for many reasons. And I think it started with this word flourish. Uh, one of the things that I do every year is ask the Lord for a verse that goes along with the word that I feel like he's given me for the year. And that last year was no different. And so he gave me uh, Ezekiel, Ezekiel, who has a word of the year verse out of Ezekiel? 
this girl. And so he gave me Ezekiel 47, 12. And it's something that uh, typically I would try to memorize that verse throughout the year, but I went a few steps past that. And talking about habit stacking, I wanted to be able to memorize the verse and it's pretty long. And so what I did was I have a whiteboard on uh, the wall of my office and I wrote the verse out. And because my habit is to come sit down at my desk in the morning and do my Bible study, then I stacked the habit of turning. And as I'm getting ready to go, I see that board and I say that scripture. And so habit stacking, one thing that I do already, one thing that I want to learn how to do, it worked really well. It was front of mind every single day that I was sitting down at my desk in my office all year long. Having the verse of the year really kind of solidified and it was so... Uh, it was just so beautiful. And the Lord used that verse and he He kind of revealed things to me about it throughout the year and kind of how flourish really fit into all of that. And then I did something last year that I had not done before, which was I took the Bible app. If you don't have the Bible app on your phone, I suggest you download it. It's really great. So you can not only read scripture in this app, but you can also um, they have Bible plans that you can read, like little Bible studies, daily devotionals, things like that. So what I did was they have a search feature and I searched for the word flourish. It came up with all of these Bible plans, some of them were five days, some of them were 10 days, some of them were in the middle. And I took all year long last year and I went through systematically doing all of those Bible plans that it came up when I with when I searched the word flourish. And it was beautiful and I learned so much and I took my Bible and I have these highlighters. And so every time there was a verse in my Bible plan regarding flourish, I would highlight it with my, with my highlighters. And then I wrote F23. So flourish 2023 beside it so that I can always remember when I see one of those scriptures in my Bible that were highlighted, that the word was flourish and it was in 2023. It was just such a beautiful process that I went through last year with my word of the year. And I was really excited to dig into my word of the year for 2024. And I'm thinking, okay, I don't know what I, what's going to happen, but I'm really excited for it. And it comes to November and I'm doing my flourish Bible studies. And all of a sudden I run out of flourish Bible studies and true to form, the Lord surprised me again. I really, really believe that this was God preparing me at the end of 2023 for what he's going to do in 2024, because here's what happened. I would be curious if one of you search the word flourish in the Bible app and then go all the way to the end and see what populates after the flourish ones run out, because what started populating for me is things that were surrounding the word roar, R-O-A-R, roar. And it wasn't just one Bible study. It was multiple Bible studies. And it wasn't just one day that it did it. Every time I type in flourish, it populates roar. So I just knew that, that God was preparing me that my word of the year for 2024 was going to be roar. And then I get to the day of the workshop and I'm so excited about it. And we've got these ladies and they're coming and we're going to do this workshop together. And we're going to have a great experience. And so I sit down, I've got roar. I'm so excited. And then I started second guessing, thinking, what are people going to think when, I mean, there's words of the year, like one of them was sparkle. One of them was discipline and one of them was joy and one of them was listen and one of them was present. And you know what I'm saying? And here's Jan 
roar. And <laughs> so I'm going through this process and I started second guessing that God really planted that in my heart and my mind. And so I'm going through the list of words and I'm thinking, well, maybe it's expansion. Expansion sounds better. Expansion is going to be more explainable and acceptable, acceptable to people. I was worried about what other people are going to think about the word that the Lord planted in my heart. I <laughs> finished this thing and we're all saying our word. And so I'm sharing and I, I, I share, well, I think that my word, I thought when I came in here that my word was roar. And then I really feel like I kind of changed it or the Lord changed. I said, the Lord changed it. Ah, oh, he didn't. It was me. It was fear man. He changed it to expansion. And one of the ladies who I'd not met before until this workshop, she says, Jan, you realize that a roar is just an expansion of the lungs. And I said, oh, that's good. And she said, I have no idea why I just said that. She said, it just dropped in my heart when you said expansion. I hear you, God. I hear you. And I stopped second guessing and fully have embraced that my word for 2024 is roar. And I think this podcast is part of it. It's getting my voice out there. It's not being afraid or ashamed to really spread the message that the Lord has given me. Anyway, that's one of the reasons that I'm so passionate about the word of the year exercise, this whole workshop that I teach. And so if you are curious about it, if you have not done it before, and here's what I hear a lot. Oh yeah, I have a word of the year. Well, how do you pick it? Well, I just, I just find a word that I feel like is going to fit and I pick it. Okay, great. And your word may not change. But I'm going to challenge you to take some time and go through the, the workshop replay with the workbook and actually do the process because your word may change. I've had more than a handful of people tell me that it has because they were just randomly picking a word. And this workshop really allows you to sit in it and listen to the Lord and search your heart and listen for his heart. You never know. It might be a year that he surprises you like he did with me last year and this year. And so next year, 2025, I'm just going to expect to be surprised by the Lord. Anyway, I hope that this podcast about habit stacking and choosing your word of the year really helps you dig into this new year that we have before us in a way that you are excited for what the Lord has and how he's going to use you and grow you and expand you. Again, Tell me in my DMs, join the new Facebook group, link is in the show notes. Tell me what your favorite habit stacking process is that you have going right now, and then grab that word of the year workbook. So if you have gotten a lot out of this podcast, I know it's only episode three, but it would mean so much to me if you would take a moment and you would share it with somebody that you think would get a lot out of it as well. And then if you'll go on Apple Podcasts and you'll give us a, an honest review, if you can't give me five stars, don't give me five stars. It's totally fine. But an honest review, any review is going to help us with the algorithm and it's going to help um, the podcast platforms push this out to more people. Thank you so much for joining this week. See you next time.